Hello guys and welcome to the Go Coaching Podcast. So today we have got a special guest on the show. We have got Mr. Coach Anthony on. So Anthony, if you want to introduce, introduce yourself and then we'll, we'll get into it. Hi guys, yeah, I'm Anthony. I'm a personal trainer from Cambridge as well, like George. And yeah, work with, work with general population clients looking to improve their mindset, first and foremost, their health and their longevity, muscle mass and training. Um, so yeah, site for 2021. <laughs> Good. So yeah, basically what we're going to talk about is it's quite a fitting topic is just sort of that, that aspect of how you can still make those strides forwards during lockdown and sort of what you can do to keep your mindset in a good spot, your training in a good spot and ultimately come out sort of the other end with some form of sort of progression throughout that period of time. Absolutely. I think that's, that's so, so key is that not to look at this period as a period of stagnation. Like, yes, gyms being closed is an issue. Um, as we know, George, it's not definitely not ideal, but you can still with like clever training and working on different stimuluses, you can still create a really, really good challenge from home. And I think it's just a case of what I've seen personally, like in my business and I've seen other people is like, they think, okay, the gyms have closed, throwing the toys out the pram, thinking that they can't make progress and then just not done anything. And I think that it's just about changing your approach to that. And the reality is like we're in this lockdown now and there's no reason we can't make progress. And everyone who's listening to this will know that when you first started the gym, you made a lot of progress really quickly. And that's because it was a novel stimulus in the body. And when we're in the gyms, we I guarantee most people listening to this will have worked on similar movement patterns. Obviously I'm, I'm exactly the same. And so you're doing the same thing the whole time. Whereas at home, it's a great time to try out different kind of movement styles, movement patterns. And because that's then a new stimulus in your body, you're going to adapt to it a lot quicker. And then, and then you kind of work on your on your weaknesses, so to speak. And then when you go back to the gym, you actually be in a better position because you'll have lengthened things out, you improve your mobility, flexibility, stability, all that kind of all that kind of shiz. So then, am I allowed to swear on here? Yeah, mate. Yeah. No. All right. Well, I'll try. I'll try and rein it in. I didn't, but I was thinking like. No, do it. But, um, <laughs> and yeah, and then when you go back to the gym, like some of the movements may may well feel completely different because your body's well oiled and is often actually as well. These lockdown periods can be a good chance for your body to have a little bit of that rest and reset because I feel a lot of people were in a chronic state of overtraining as well. I I probably train a lot of the time overtrained. Um, for kind of train four or five times a week. It's just in your routine. Boom, done. So actually. Um, there's definitely ways that this lockdown can can improve your training long term yeah definitely and I think like you said there not enough people spend time actually deloading um, I know especially when before I sort of got serious with my training and started coaching people when I first sort of entered the gym you don't think about deloading you just think about training just getting those sessions done in the week don't you like you were probably the same yeah, just annihilating yourself. And then, like, you know, it's not a good session unless you're aching for yeah, days. Which, which is nonsense. Like, it's, just... <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And, and really, you've, got go, you've got to go through that period, though. You do. And I'm not going to lie, it's quite a fun, like, I, I looking back, I enjoyed it a hell of a lot. Yeah, and you, and you, and you really got benefit from it, definitely. But it's just a case, it's not always about training hard, it's training smart. Yeah, and ultimately, like, obviously, it takes quite a lot to build muscle. But in terms of sort of maintaining muscle, Obviously, it doesn't take as much as building muscle. You can still maintain muscle and ultimately build muscle at home with minimal equipment, with resistance bands, with body weight. Like it's still possible. So, sort of that sort of mindset of just I'm going to do nothing and just sort of start again when gyms open. I I just think it's sort of like slightly sort of counterproductive, really. I think it definitely is very self defeatist, and I think that because obviously, like I, I went through that period doing the the first lockdown. It sounds crazy saying that. 
um, for a little bit. And I was just like, yeah, just kind of played the victim, I guess, a little bit. So oh, everything's closed and all this. And ultimately just felt a little rubbish about myself, didn't make any progress. And eventually got to a stage where I was actually, do you know what? There's still a lot I can do. And I think it's specifically if it's just a case of retaining muscle, like your muscles don't know if they're in the gym or not. They only respond to tension. Um, they only know they only know that and yes okay if you know as much external load it's hard to to apply progressive overload but there is honestly still like so much you can do with home training and i think it's a particular time like to work on things necessarily don't like doing and you know that but you kind of neglect it so for me a big thing is conditioning which see a lot of people kind of ignore that a little bit and there's no like conditioning does not help you does not sorry make you lose muscle tissue anything like that anyone like that is just not true at all. The body's always going to adapt to what you do the most. And there's no point like being strong and doing like a rep of, you know, a set of 12 reps. And then it takes you 30 minutes to recover from it. Well, that was a massive exaggeration, but if it takes you a long time to recover in it and you're going into that second set, you know, on your half the tank full. So definitely, definitely, definitely conditioning is, is hugely, hugely important. And I think a lot of the reason why that comes so I'm going on tangent here. The conditioning help you know makes you lose muscle and stuff because that's often people often use cardio as a way of just losing body fat and getting lean for bodybuilding shows or anything like that. And what actually what people have done there is that yes, you've ramped up output, but what do people also do during those times is also restrict their calorie intake. So what I say to people now is okay, cool. If you're going for a run or something, just eat a little bit more food that day. Yeah. <laughs> or treat you like a train day and then you're not going to lose muscle tissue and a lot of the time if you think of like a bike um that is basically a leg extension it is your body doesn't know the difference between that sort of tension exactly over 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 a long time and i think if you can get if you get people conditioned really well they're going to be sleeping better and again it's looking at those adaptations that you can get from cardio you're going to build more mitochondria which means you can oxidize stuff better it means you can eat more food which is always really really beneficial and aerobic system is just like your life pathway um which is which is hugely important i I know i know it's not really not what what this is about but i I just my point that i was trying to make with that is that don't don't neglect things like conditioning things like your mobility high rep works um into and be doing that stuff now and i guarantee you that will carry over big time uh, when you do go back to the gym and there's always stuff you can be doing but i think the main thing we want to speak about today is what sorry i'm speaking about i like that a lot and and the point of sort of um especially when you're training obviously your your goal is to to have tension on that muscle and take that muscle somewhat close to failure or failure mechanical failure um and if if the sort of limiting factor there isn't your your muscle actually fatiguing it's your cardiovascular system fatiguing then then there's obviously a big issue there and that's that's obviously a telltale sign that that person needs to start doing cardio like it's it's massively beneficial it's not a sort of negative no no it's, it's not it's not negative at all and it's exactly you know if, you, if your aim is muscle growth then of course do your four or five sessions a week weight training your body's always going to adapt to what you what you do the most if you do that and you're going on you know one or two 20 minute runs a week do you think that's magically going to make you inhibit muscle growth or something like no like it's mad like completely mad and also just to clarify like conditioning is not walking like or it shouldn't be like you've got to get your heart rate up to get the get the adaptations that you want you're going to you know make your vascular system more pliable reduce blood pressure blood pressure is usually very very high on people that lift weights a lot of the time because they're just but it's a, the act of doing that does raise your blood pressure you're not doing conditioning to raise that out the blood pressure is going to be high that's going to cause damage to the cell walls the membranes all that kind of stuff and cause plaque build up, that kind of shit. So 
conditioning yeah hugely important definitely work on it but i think the most important thing for me what i'm telling all my clients now is the most thing about being this lockdown is structures and routines go out the window and that's how we can get really lethargic we can feel rubbish about ourselves and i think it's just so so key that now is the time actually like i know people get fed up with people saying this but it's a great time to work on yourself and to build the habits now that will carry over for when life gets hectic and back to normal again and what i mean by that is getting up at a decent time go to bed at a decent time treat the monday to friday like you would a normal monday to friday on the weekends okay cool allow yourself to have a nice meal maybe stay up a little bit later sleep in whatever i think that just keeps that and that's what keeps that routine all set in and have set times in your day right okay this is where i'm going to train this one i'm going to rest and having that just that little bit of structure and appreciation for your day to day is huge if you're just waking up and you're winging it it's like, okay what am i going to do today or whatever do i watch tv or might do a bit of work or whatever it is if you just scatter brain all over the place then yeah it's no wonder that you'll not make a progress maybe feeling a bit kind of rubbish about yourself like i've been there i'm sure you've been there george like it's not a good place to be so it's all really really important to have structure to your days yeah i think as well with with structure your days as well especially those that potentially don't have a lot of room to train if they're training in their kitchen their living room their bedroom it's very hard to sort of differentiate between i'm working i'm relaxing i'm sleeping and i'm training so one one sort of sort of guideline sort of that i i, I personally follow and i get clients to follow is when when they're training at home follow the same sort of routine that they would do if they were going to the gym they have their pre-workout meal they they might watch something on youtube and then they might listen to a certain song and walk to the gym just go for a walk walk normally just go for like a 10 minute walk but obviously just end up at your house again instead of the gym and then you're sort of in a good sort of headspace to actually train yeah i love that that's really really good i would also i would also add to that as well is that i would shoot if you can if this is possible obviously depends on where you're living if it's possible train like set up where you're going to do your home workout in an area which wouldn't necessarily be just chilling and watching tv or something i found that when i was when i again the first lockdown when i started i was just doing it like in my living room where i'd usually just watching tv in that environment just wasn't conducive of really pushing myself it's like it's where i were relaxed obviously this might not be possible for everyone but if you can have another area of your house even outside somewhere that you wouldn't usually go and just have that all set up right okay this is my exercise place and you go that i find that can help mentally as well yeah definitely and the same for like work as well just differentiating everything so you know that you've got set times where you do this you do that and you actually can sort of get into the headspace to do it because obviously if everything's just in the same room it's really hard to sort of separate separate the two or the three yeah no exactly i love that i think that's the environment's so key I think that's all something we've we've all had to adapt to is this whole thing. It's been locked down, living at home. But I think it's fair to say that we're better prepared for this lockdown than we have any of the others. And it's if those first lock to, two lockdowns didn't go so well for you in terms of your fitness, your health, you know, mentally you suffered a little bit. It's always right. Okay, cool. Well, how how do I safeguard myself this time? How do I protect myself moving forwards? Cool. It's the habits. It's the routines. I always think as well. I don't know if you've spoken to your clients about this George also like guarding your inputs and just be really careful of where you consume information mm-hmm. if you're dipping in and out of the news all the time searching for a problem in a way it that's going to mess mess with your mentality I think I just have yeah, set think- times you go in you check things cool done yeah no definitely I think I think the hardest thing is like the unknown not knowing when when it will end when when things will get back to quote unquote norm- normality um I think that's <laughs> I think that's the sort of biggest thing for most 
Um, so like you said, just guarding your inputs and, and not spending the whole day just reading the news, looking at headlines, because let's be honest, there's a lot of negativity right now. Yeah, oh, huge. But at the, at the same time, there's, there's positives. And for every negative, there's going to be an upside. For every upside, there's a downside. I think it's getting, having that perspective and that mindset is really, really useful. Um, took me a while to like cultivate that myself. I'm still working on it, still down days, of course. Um, and I think it's just also just being a little bit maybe kind to yourself this lockdown as well. Like this has been like a really like a ridiculously challenging year for for the majority of people. And it's like if you have you don't necessarily need to think you have to be full perfect, full of motivation every day. It's just looking at yourself over the week. If 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 work's really busy, if you're working from home, you don't have time to get your workout in or your steps in. Don't worry about it. Just catch up on it later on in the week. And don't let it cause another stress you always want it i think the most important thing now is you're having that it's having that time away exercise is so much more than just you know how you look or the numbers you're pushing it's a massive massive mental attribute as well it's just your kind of like zen time don't really like that that phrase but it's just time where you can just like remove yourself from 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 life and you know, in, in, in a little bit not in like a in a weird way but just a little way that is your time you know put your phone off headphones on boom done you do it and i guarantee you're going to feel a lot better from that perspective as well so you don't want it because it's stress in your life but also you know respect the fact that exercise is giving you a lot more benefits other than just how you look or, or the numbers you progress and that's why i think that yes okay gyms are close that's that's not ideal maybe you can't progress at the rate that you would like to or do the movements you want to you know we're all in the same boat you know, me and george we're definitely in the same boat but it's a case of don't let that stop you because there is still, there's, like I said, like I've said numerous times, there's still a lot you can you can work on, you work on your conditioning, your mobility, work on the stuff that you potentially ignore. High rep stuff, you know, failing on like a 20, 30 rep set is, is shocking. It's horrible, <laughs> but but it can be done. And just with just with a few little tweaks, I think, yeah, anyways, isn't this, get yourself a pair of resistance bands. That is, honestly, there's so much you can do with that, and then you can literally and then just be a little bit creative. You know, you can get a rucksack, get some water bottles, fill fill up with some water, boom, done. That's a weight. Get some bricks for some bicep curls. Like, <laughs> you don't, you, yeah, definitely. And yeah. I think I think failing within that rep range is, like you said, we we don't do enough sort of conditioning work in the gym. Realistically, would you program yourself or would you do a 20, 30 rep set? Probably not. You'd probably stick to some sort of lower rep ranges. Um, so if you're spending time fading within high rep range, it's not only going to be really good from sort of like a cardiovascular standpoint, but you're going to be tapping into obviously different muscle fibers than you potentially would do before. Um, and, and, and like you said, in regards to sort of conditioning, I still think steps is like massively helpful burns for like decent amount of calories, roughly like 40 calories per thousand steps, but it's still really good from, like you said, that mental standpoint, just having that time away to, to sort of get your head into sort of like your own sort of time. Yeah, massive, massive important. I just had something else. I got this from uh, Luke Hoffman, uh, muscle mentor. I just want to give him credit for that. But um, he's a really good home workout uh, training like ebook. And he was saying that going to failure in the gym isn't always necessary to get that to get that stimulus because you have that external load. But when you're training at home, like with body weight, with bands, with lower with lower weight. Not, I'm not saying to, that anyone has to change to failure, of course not, but if you, if you do, to, in order to get a really good stimulus out of your muscle, it's probably wise to train to failure at home yeah. in order to get the optimal like, cross-bridging of the muscle fibres and, and to promote growth. Probably makes more sense at this time to be trained to failure, but in the gym, that isn't necessarily the case. I'm sorry if I've got that, if I've got that slightly wrong. I don't want to misquote him, but, um, but yeah, I thought that was pretty cool.
you know, definitely. I think well, it's obviously a new time as well to learn new skills. Training within those sort of high rep ranges is bloody painful. Yeah, it's horrible. I'm sure, I'm sure you can agree with that if you're getting, especially if you're doing some form of BFR as well in those higher rep ranges, ridiculously painful. Equally, what's, uh, what, what's, what's BFR, George? Obviously, I know what that means, but just for people that... So blood flow restriction training. So me and me and Anthony were running this for a fair few while. Um, it's pretty horrible. So basically, it's just your ability to tap into sort of the same sort of stimulus that your body would sort of create with a heavier load, except you're using a lot less loading. Um, so not only will that obviously benefit from, from sort of like a recovery standpoint, central nervous system, but joints as well. Um, I know my joints, my elbows, especially when we were doing it on arms, have been a lot better since. Um, just because you can use a lot less, a lot less loading. Awesome, makes perfect sense. And that that would actually be another good thing that people could buy. They're really cheap off Amazon. They're like, I don't know, like ten quid or something. And that can you can use those on your legs. You could even if you're feeling mad, if you've got going on going on a like a bike ride, you can strap them around your quads. <laughs> that would be absolutely outrageous. That bike ride. You could, but you could you could do that. There's there yeah there, there's um. They're, they're actually a really good tool to have. I definitely recommend people getting those, actually. I was speaking to Ryan about this because, you know, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ryan Hobbles. Um, he, well, yeah, he was saying he didn't have that much equipment, so I, I told him to just get hold of a, a pair of uh, resistance bands, uh, BFR bands, because he said he only had didn't have that heavier weights. Um, and the, the amount of pain that you can just create with those BFR bands and, and ultimately the amount of sort of stimulus you can create with a lot less loading um, is crazy. And arguably, no. it's a new skill, which then you might then take on back into your gym environment afterwards. But obviously, just making sure that if you've got ridiculously high blood pressure or your blood pressure is higher than normal, potentially BFR wouldn't be wouldn't be a great call. And you can, if you do have high blood pressure, you can fix that now by doing a lot of conditioning work. Exactly. And then you can then do BFR when you get back in the gym. Happy days. Boom. That is good. That is, a, that is a, a good solution there. So you don't have to miss out on the BFR. Sort the blood pressure now, and then bang, you're sorted the minute minute gym's open. Happy days. Happy days. So yeah. I think, I think I, what I want people to take away from, from this, if anything, is like there is still a lot of work you can do. You might just have to like change your approach to training, be prepared to pivot, be prepared to adapt. And yes, okay, maybe you're not going to be able to get as good a stimulus in, in a home in the gym, well, you can't get as good a stimulus, I may as well say, I'm not kind of trying to say that, but just be prepared to be like a little bit more creative about it. If you can get hold of some resistance bands, some BFR bands, sweet. If you can get some dumbbells or some kettlebells, great. There's all, if you have like a, just a set of dumbbells, there's so much stuff you can do. You can, you know, band the kettlebell, band the dumbbells, sorry, you know, for stuff like rows, for shoulder, for chest press, and literally anything. So with just a little bit of um, investment there, is so, so worth it mobility do conditioning uh, i always think like you know if you have like little tightness areas i find that as i was just saying to, you know, to you this george before uh before this call it's like if you just have like if you're if you're training we, we will all have these i've got plenty of them these little kind of niggles that you just kind of ignore it doesn't feel that bad so it's like i can still train and it's not that bad it's like ignoring a, a, an engine light on the car and it's okay now but over time that could be like a bigger problem so just get if, if you're feeling sweet then don't worry about this but if you do have areas um usually it's around a kind of like lower, lower back or hips or up in your shoulders your upper back if those areas are quite tight just stretch mobilize those um you know do some movement work around around them and use this time to really iron out any of those any of those kind of issues 
And I guarantee that if, if you've got sort of tight hamstrings, tight lower back, obviously a lot of them are sort of interconnected. Um, but those will probably have got worse throughout lockdown because you're going to be 100% sat down a lot more, especially if you've sort of gone from being up with your job to, to being sort of sat down. So now is literally the perfect time to get those sorted. I can pick I love the, um, the pigeon stretch, the couch stretch, cat pose. How are you getting on with the cat stretch, George? I'm getting on, well, I was getting on pretty well before. Obviously, I can't put pressure on that right knee at the minute. Yeah. For obvious reasons. Um, but no, yeah, it's, it's sort of, it, it definitely sort of helps a lot of problems, irons out a lot of problems. Couch stretch, pigeon stretch, cat to cow pose, and happy child are sort of like go-to four stretches for anyone with sort of like lower back, tight hips, tight hamstrings. Boom. Boom. Happy days. Perfect. I'll also add to that as well, if you've got tight, I find it an exercise, it's not necessarily a stretch, but an exercise that you probably aren't going to say, George, that fixes a lot of problems, which I won't go into now. Is, is a Copenhagen plank, which you can do at home. And that is an amazing movement that you can do. And to get strong at that, now would be a great time. You definitely don't need the gym for that one. Just need a chair. Well, not, not enough people train the doctors. I know because well, not yeah. all gyms have a doctor machine. So strengthening those doctors, yeah, will be massively beneficial for when, when you get back into that gym. Yeah, and I think if you've got like a lot of hamstring tightness as well, that can help fix that. I can actually help fix a lot of lower back problems as well. Yeah, that Copenhagen plank. Yeah, definitely. And I think hamstrings massively, um, if you've got a tight lower back, generally you, that you'll, you'll have tight hamstrings. Perfect. Nice. Yeah. I, so ultimately, I think what this comes down to is just keeping routine as much as you can, keeping structure and actually having sort of like a means to your day, like a purpose um, that will keep you going. I think so. I think I summed up perfectly. Happy days. Nice. Is there, is there anything else you sort of want to add? I think we've sort of touched on some pretty good points. points no, there. no, that, that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. I think hopefully, well, I just hope that that helps someone. Yeah, no, likewise. Awesome. Good stuff, guys. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and uh, we hopefully catch you again soon. Cheers, guys. Cheers, George.